Okay, today's share uh, we'd like to make my father, Allah Shalom, David Al Tanchum, whose 39th yard site is today. Uh, just to mention that we spoke last week about how he went when he was 11 years old as a bacher from his hometown of Semyatich, where he was known as David Semyatich or in the yeshivas, and he went to learn in Bialystok. And uh, we had mentioned at that time that the people of the city stood up for him. He said that they stood up because they appreciated his tyrant. And that somebody who's a Ben Tyra, it was something that, that they, uh, they had a feeling for. And I think that the lifelong learning that he engaged in and the love, the Avasa Tyra that he had, and it was obvious, was something I believe that uh, permeated me as well and uh, it gave me an inspiration. So I believe the fact that we're sitting here in the shirt is to his credit. <laughs> so, and all the shirim that we've said are to his credit. So, Schusi Yogan Aleinu, and Hashem should give him Aliyah in Shemayim, and all the learning we do today should be Schusri's Neshama. It's Hashem. So, we have today Parshas Bahar and the Chukaisai, and there is more Psukim than we can possibly manage. So, I'd like to just share with you a few Machshavas, a few nice thoughts, including a couple of nice stories on two Psukim in the Parsha. And in Parshas Bahar, uh, which we'll deal with, <clears throat> it deals a, a lot with talking about. It talks about the inyanim of Shvius, of course, not planting uh, our fields in the seventh year, and that is a lesson in the Muna and Betachin that we trust in our Baruch Hu, that He's going to take care of us. I mean, it's like I know when corporation when corporations go away for uh, you know for a retreat. So in order to make trust with one another, so they have an exercise where people fall backward. Uh, into the arms of the people, the other people in their uh, in their company. So, so they should all trust each other. They should feel like, and even go fall free, which is counter uh, our whole intuitive. It's counterintuitive. So, in the same way, we believe that we have the shemitah year where we show we're really falling backwards. Hashem's arms. We're trusting Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He's going to take care of us. And once we're there, we segue into a number of psukim that all talk about not, um, it says, oppressing, not harassing, not causing tsar for other people. And that's something that we have to, we shtelzachan. So I'd like to deal with two psukim. Can you give me a copy of that, uh, what we, the handout? Can you give everyone the handout? And I, I'm, okay. If you want to hand out, we're going to learn something together today, when we get there. So it says in the Pasuk, take a look in Parak Chafhei, Page 362, A person should not oppress, or it's interesting, the art school, they translate harass. So it's, should not harass his neighbor. Be erased from Elokecha and be afraid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kiani Hashem Elokecha. So it says two things. You should be afraid of Hashem, Grace Elokecha, and Kiani Hashem Elokecha. So I saw in the Mosque or he brings from a sefer that the Tapuche Chaim that he died from the Pesach a number of interesting little tidbits and I'd like to share some of them with you. The first one is if you take a look at the word Vleisono Ish Es Am Es you take a look at the first four words of this Pesach Vleisono and you take a look at the Sof Tevos the last letter we have an Aleph we have a Vav, we have a Shin, and we have a Tuf, which he says stands for the word Ishto. Ishto means his wife. So it's a, when it says you should not oppress someone else, 
it, you know, we think it means everybody but our family. But the family we take uh, for granted, and the family is okay to, you know, take it out on. We're not going to lose their love. Some people, unfortunately, sometimes are cruelest and meanest to the people that they should be most sensitive about. So he said, Losona Ish S is the Rashi. It says remits to what Chazal say. Gemara and Bamitzia, famous Gemara, it says, A person has to be very careful about how he treats his wife. Because she can cry easily, and a person says a hurtful thing and she cries, so the husband is in deep trouble. Why? Because Chazal tells us that even though Shari Tfila are Ninalu, even though the gates of Tfila have been closed, but the gates of tears are never closed. They never closed. So she'll cry, he's going to get patch from the Rebbein Islam. So therefore, the first rem, as he says in this passage, is losonu ish es amisai. It's not just talking about uh, a per, another person, but it's specifically talking about somebody who might think is, we don't think of them as amisai. You know. Okay. The second rem is that he says is losonu ish es amisai. Why does it go next to yiraisa lekecha? Because he says that sometimes people fool other people to think that they're Yerushalayim more than they are Be'emes. And therefore people trust them. There's a fi- thing called affinity crime. If you have my credit card fraud, and nothing, if, what's affinity crime? Affinity crime means that somebody who you're close to, you're more likely to trust, and he can betray that trust more easily. So you have somebody who's not nice, he'll call and sell uh, phony insurance policies to his family if he's that type of unscrupulous person. So he says that the person has to be careful that when he's he shouldn't make himself out more than he is. So it says like Sainu, it says because Hashem is watching. Hashem is watching over everything that you do and don't make yourself more of a Myori Shemaim that you are. Uh, another time he says a person is says he's Marihatsu to himself. I remember I, there was somebody who was once uh, speaking Lashon Hara, and I said, it's Lashon Hara? So he tells him, Mitzvah Lefaris and Maisa Rishoyim. I'm talking about somebody evil. I'm, it's a mitzvah. What are you talking about? It's a mitzvah to talk about. People become big kanoi when it comes to these things. So he says, sometimes a person makes a cheshmer, and he's allowed to do so. He's allowed to oppress him. He has it coming to him, or he did something to me back then, or he did something to somebody else. So the tells us, be very careful that you can't do that. Only a Kodesh Baruch Hu can do punishing. You're not in the punishment business. We're not in the punishment business. Like Sadiq Shazim, I deserve it. Punish will take care of it, not your business. And he said, sometimes a person walks around uh, that he says, the person is Machiach's Chavr in Yira. So he says, be very careful. Sometimes, you know, I, I got to be careful about this because if I give a shir, I have to give a disclaimer that I'm sometimes not on the madrega of the things I talk about. Sometimes I say things that you got to be from on this thing, which is true. But maybe I myself am not at that madrega. So he says, you have to be very careful when you do that because it says, Yerasim Lekecha, that our fear of HaKadosh Baruch comes first. So we have a few interesting things. We learn, do not oppress or do not harass one his neighbor goes on even his wife, even those who are close to him. He has to be careful not to appear who he's not. All of these things go into a Pusik which just has a few words. Let's move on to the other puzzle, and this we'll talk about Perik Chafei, Pusik Chafei. And that's on the next page, page 363. And the puzzle tells it like, like this. 
When you're he's Yamuch means he's he's gone down from his Nechassan, he's gotten poor. Yamuch also comes the word mach to crush. He's crushed. And he's 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 lost it. We talk all about the things that we're supposed to do for a person who's an oppressed person. And we have to help him. We have to help him. And then we're, we're trying to help him. What, what is our goal with a poor person? Our goal is ultimately, as it says in Pasuk Lamed Hay, and we'll move on to another post that talks about what are you supposed to do when a person goes down? So the first thing it tells the so somebody, a guy should try and come and save it. Somebody in the family should save it. But generally speaking, in Pasuk you should always be careful to Mexican. You should take, you should lift him up. He's oppressed or depressed? Well, he's well. I, I think when people are oppressed, they get depressed. <laughs> it goes together. But it's oppressed. When he's oppressed, Yom means he goes down. Yom means he's going down in his nechasim. He's losing his money. He can't do it anymore. He's falling down. Rashi says it's like like lahab lechamor that falls down. He gives a marshal. He says when a chamor has a burden, when a donkey has a burden that's too big, it's easy when it's still on the donkey to give it. You give the donkey a little push. You straighten the burden. You help the donkey along a little bit. It can work. But once he's down, he says you need five people to lift him up, right? Because from all his different directions, right? You need one at the bottom. You need on all four sides to lift him. Up. You need five people that if he was up, so that would be He's starting to go down. He's not down yet. And you should be massive. Exactly. And then it talks about the Isra of Neshech how we're supposed to help support a person when he's going down. So he brings that, it's very interesting. If you remember the passage we just learned a minute ago, what's it? Lo sonu isha samisai. Is that plural or, is that yachad or Is that plural or singular? Lo sonu. Sonu is right plural. They should not. But when it says here, in this passage, it says it in Lashon singular. When your neighbor starts to go down, it's not sure that he's you, not plural. So the question is, why are the other psukim plural and this pasuk is singular? Is is in lachin yachid? And when your neighbor starts to go down, he says, why does the Torah do it? Belachin yachid. So the Alshad tells us a very beautiful lesson. It says, when your brother comes to you and he's having tsaris and he needs help, you're not allowed to say, oh, you know something's better than me. Go over there, you know. I, I'll, I'll give you good advice, you know. I, I can't help you, but somebody else can help you. He says, if he came to you, that means that it's your achrayas to help him. So it says, when you, nobody else. So when it says, lo sono, means nobody should do it. Here it says, you have to look at that you're the only person in the world can help because what's our initial reaction? I don't know, I'm not sure, we'll have to see, can't help you, I don't know. So he says, says the Alshad, no, the Torah is telling us, if he came to you, it's your Christ. And the, 
Oh, I see. You're <laughs> this is very funny. And your job is to tell them to go to refer them. Okay, if you're if you do referral for a living, then it's okay. <laughs> okay, that's very interesting, though. But we're talking about you know a regular person. But it's a very good, very good ha'ara. Okay. So the Gemara Chulin says Kuftes on the base says like this: called Davrish Osir Leino Baruch Hu, whatever Hashem made Osir to us. He gave us something. He had. This is from the Baal Shem Taif says that the Gemara, the Baal Shem Taif brings the Gemara. It says like this: everything he gave to us, says the Gemara in Chulin Kuftes on base. Everything he gave, which is Osir, he made something which is Mutter. The Tyra never makes us go without experiencing everything in the world. So the Gemara says like this. We know that Chazer is treif, right? Chazer treif. There's a certain fish called the Shibuta fish, and its head tastes like Chazer. It's the same taste. So if you want to get the taste of Chazer, eat the Shibuta fish. And it goes through a number of examples. And then it says, Blood is, you know, we know that you're not allowed to, you know, drink blood. But we allowed a liver, which is really all blood. How do we eat liver? Liver is blood. So Tyra said that's mutter. So Tyra always gave us something which is mutter when they said something is osir. In fact, the Baal Shem Taiv, what about kfira? It says there's something called kfira that you're not allowed, you're not allowed to, you're kaifer It says, what's, when is it mutter to be a kaifer? says the Baal Shem Taiv, when somebody comes to you for help. Then you should be a kaifer. You should not say to him, "Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hashem will help you." Don't get from on him. <laughs> Guy comes to you at the door. I need some money. I need some help. And you see, he's an erlucha person. He needs some money, and you can help him. Help him. Don't say that now. You should be from. He says that's when that says the Baal Shem type. That's when kfira is something that kicks in. That's when you're allowed to be a kaifer. So he says that tells us that Kadosh Baruch Hu loves the Vayne Chasadim. And he's mocked, but on people are not. He, so the Gemara, uh, the uh, Medrash in Vayikra says like this: it says, "What's the covet that comes on a person who doesn't care about it?" So he says, "What happens is he says the rush comes to the usher and he says, Tainly give me,' and the usher doesn't want to give him. And not only that, the usher goes and tells him, you know, why don't you get a job? You look like a healthy fellow. Go to work. And I, unfortunately, I've heard people do this. He says, Hashem says to him, Lord, die, it's not enough. You didn't give him? What I gave him, you're putting an iron raw, whatever there is? He says, nothing's to be left for you kids. As it says in the Pasuk, the person will have a son and nothing will come from it. There won't be anything left. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, if you don't take care of my children, you don't take care of my Aniyan, I'm not going to take care of your children. They're not going to have. So it's an insurance policy. It's not just good for the Ani that you should give. But if you're going to give to the Ani, you're going to take care of Hashem's children, and Kaddish Baruch Hu will take care of your children as well. So we know that we're going to talk about Hashem, that he says, he brings from the Sefer Hasidim, Shat what's the best Tzedakah? The Ani comes to sell you something and they can't sell it because it's really not worth much and it doesn't have good value, buy it from him because it'll preserve his pride, it'll preserve his integrity and at the same time, he won't know that you gave him tzedakah. So the best tzedakah 
is a tzedakah that nobody knows about, which leads us to another word, and then we're going to, if you want to take a look at your sheet, we'll look at it in a second. So it says, now, if you'll take a look, and then it says, and you should be mechazik in him. Wait a second, there's something wrong. It should say, you should be mechazik him. It says, you should be mechazik in him. What does that mean? What is that? The lotion is, is a funny lotion. What does it mean to in him? So he explains that the Torah says, Eitz Chaim He. It's an ace time for those who grab it. So he says that the Gemara tells us that that more than what the, you do for the Ani, the Ani is doing for you. Because he's giving you your Oilam Haba. You're giving him some Oilam Haza, and the trade off, he's giving you Oilam Haba. The Oilam Haba is worth more than the Oilam Haza. So he says that's pshat. If you be mechazik in it, you're going to have chizik by doing this. You think you're doing him a favor? You're getting in him. You're holding on to him. And if the ani doesn't come to you, you should be sad. Then Nachum Noaniim came to me. So when we see that Avram Avinu. And it was so magnificent. He stood there on the third day of the meal when he's in pain, <coughs> looking for the Aniyim, looking for something to give, give the Achnas Zarachim to. He was a great Balchad. He was also a smart man. Because he knew that the only way he's going to get Shemayim is he's going to help people in this world. He was looking to help people. And therefore, that's what it means. More than they do for us, we do for, they, we do for them, they do for us. And he brings, we, we're coming up to Shuas, so it's very nice because we have something to look at from Rus. So if you take a look at the Pusk in Rus, there's an interesting exchange between Naomi and Rus. That when she goes, after she comes back from being in the uh, state of the Sada, and she's collecting in the Sada of Bayez. So Rus, uh, so Nomi says, so, you know, you know, you come home, how to go? So listen to what Nomi says. Here, Where did you collect and how to go? I'm sorry, base, Pasigutes. Pasigutes, page uh, 672. So she says, how did it go? Listen to what Nomi says. I mean, what Ruth says. V'tagi l'chamaisa. And she tells her mother-in-law, Eis asher osu sa'imai. This is what I did with him. V'taymer sheva isha asher osis imai hayon bayuz. And she tells her back. Nomi tells Ruth back. The man that you did with today is bayuz. So what does she say? The man that I did with... And she says back, the man that you did with. What do you mean? He did with you. What did you do for him? But if you look carefully in the Pesukim, even they understood. Nami and Rus understood that what Rus did was more for Bayez than what Bayez did for Rus. By Rus going and being Malakit in the field of Bayez, she gave him enormous chusim. And he didn't have to work hard for it, right? He was sitting in the field anyway. He didn't have to go and... Uh, it was there. But you see even the way they spoke, that they understood... That 
I remember there was a Rabbi Handelsman from the Mir Yeshiva. When I was there, he was the fundraiser for the Mir Yeshiva. So, what? Very distinguished. Very, yeah. So I remember hearing him talk to somebody, and a, a rich person, and he says, the Mir Yeshiva would like to do you a favor. <laughs> How much of a favor do you want us to do for you? <laughs> you know? So, because he ever What? Okay. There you go. So, so she, see, he, she understood. He understood. So he brings a myrdik and Maisa from uh, a Gemara, which we're going to learn in a minute. But before we learn the Gemara, I want to learn with you. See how much time we have? Okay. So let's just learn this. I put out the sheets over here. You can take a look. It, in the middle, it says Lashon the Shochanar. The one it's in, uh, where it says Lashon the Shochanar. It's like <coughs> um, six lines down, eight lines down. I hope you copied the right page. Tafkuf Mem Gimel? Is that the right page? Tafkuf Mem Gimel? Yeah, it starts what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Okay, fine. It says Lashon the Shulchanar. So it says there are eight levels in Sadaka. Shemayna Mailas Yesh Bet Sadaka. Zula Mailam It's good to know these eight Mailas at Sadaka. Hamaila Hagadayla. Shayla Mailam Yimena. The greatest Mail is nothing above it. Hamatsa Biyad Yisrael. Venaisen Laimatana. Somebody who helps another Jew and gives him a ton of or alone, or he makes a partnership with him, or Mamsi gives him to work. That he should not have to come out to other people. That is Pshat in our Pasik. Be Mechazikim. Don't just give him a handout. Be Mechazikim. Stand him up. Stand him up so he can do on his own. That's the highest level it's talking. He doesn't know who he's giving to. The Ani doesn't know who he's getting it from. That's why we make all these different Kupashal Sadaka. That's why we have all the different organizations. Because it provides a way of doing the second highest level of Sadaka, meaning I don't know who I gave to and he doesn't know who I took from. Give him. He's less than that. He, the nice knows who he's giving to. The doesn't know who he's taking from. And one more level down. The doesn't know who he's taking it from. The doesn't know who he's giving it to. That he gives it to him before he asks for it. There was a giving it to his hand. Don't wait for him to ask and beg and lower himself. Give it to him right away. Less than that, he gives him the right amount. He doesn't you know, go cheap on him. He gives him the right amount. He gives him less than he should have given him, but at least he does it nicely. And the lowest madrego stalker, to give him with sadness. Now it doesn't say he gives him less than he should. He can give him what he should. He can give him more than he should. But never give it to him and give him a sour face. Always give with a smile. Always give and make him feel valued. The worst thing you can do is give him tzedakah and make him feel give him two cents and make him feel like two cents. Okay, so here's the Gemara. The Gemara says that there was a Yid by name Binyamu HaTzadik. Binyamu HaTzadik was a guy of tzedakah. And a woman comes to him one day and she says, Rebbe, Parnasani, you know, support me. 
I swear to you, shame Kuma, I have no money. I can't do it. she says back to him. If if you don't give me parnasa, set a woman and her seven children gonna die from hunger. What do you do? He gives it to him from his own parnasa. Some great questions. She comes over to him and she says, Rebbe, give me give me Parnasa. Why didn't she mention her seven kids right away? Because what happened? When he says I have no money, then she talks about her seven kids. Why didn't she say it right away? This I have seven kids. And when he answers her, it's when the Gemara says it later, it says, Amidu Parnasa Michlai, it says he supported her from his own. It doesn't say anything about the kids. So, like, how can the kids, if there were seven children, why weren't they at all in the conversation? And then the Gemara goes on to tell us that Yom Sadik became ill, but not the Lomus, and he was about to die. Amru Shares, the angels in Shemayim said, You said, How could you let Yom Sadik die? He just kept eight people alive. You know, they said, you're right. He should die. They led 22 years. So, number one, how come the conversation didn't mention the children? She didn't mention the children. He doesn't mention the children until she was forced to. And two, why 22 years? What's the Gematria? 22 years. Chavetz Chaim's Says the Chavetz Chaim that this was, this is all about what we just learned. We just learned that the highest level of tzedakah is what? Is giving a job, is helping a person on his feet. It says when she came to him, she wasn't asking for tzedakah. She said, Parnasani, give me Parnasa. Help me open a business. Give me a loan. Give me something. I should be able to make a business. I should be able to support myself. He says, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to give you. So now she had to talk about the children. She says, okay, you know, if you don't give me anything, I can't, and my kids are going to die. I'm going to die with the Isha Shavanel, are going to die. So he says, what do you do? He gives her Parnasa. So he took from his own money, and he gave Parnasa. And now she'd be able to feed herself and feed her seven children. So he says, this Gemara is not about giving a, a handout. This Gemara is all about Parnasa, that the importance of Parnasa, that he was called Binyam Hatzadik, and he took the Parnasa and he gave her Parnasa, and she was able to support herself and her seven children. And he says, why did he live an extra 22 years? He says, because if you count the amount of Psukim in this Pasuk, and the next Pasuk, it's 22 words. You need the Chavetz Chaim to think of that. So he says, it's 22 words, then that's the Pshat. So we have the highest level of tzedakah is in order to be able to help people give out and help other people with what they have and the other levels we said as well. So let's end, as Rabbi Krohn likes to say, with a great story. So there's a story that, that, uh, that Rabbi Shamshan Pinkus uh, tells a story and he, let's see what time here. Oh, about Rabbi Chaim Brisker. Amazing story of Rabbi Chaim Brisker. Chaim Brisker was such a Baal Chesed on his, 
I think it's Rukhain Brisker said on his cover, just said he was an Isha Chesed, that he gave Chesed, doesn't talk about his learning, he changed Torah. I mean, Rukhain Brisker is, is, is the entire Shiva world lives off Rukhain Brisker. I mean, Rukhain Brisker is everything. But he was known for his great Chesed. So it says his house was so open to the public, it says sometimes he used to come home at night and there'd be somebody sleeping in his bed. So he would take the hinge off the door and he'd put it on the floor and he'd sleep on, on that. It was always there. So he tells the story that one time uh, somebody came into the house and told uh, and asked Reb Chaim, he didn't know who he was. He just, you know, he was just another one of the people there. Remember, if you look at the old pictures in Europe, everybody looked like a tzaddik. Everybody had a long beard. And then, you know, we look at the pictures of our grandparents, you know, from the Heim. So they all have, they all look like that. So he didn't know who it was. So he asked him, he says, you know, how long are you, how long do you stay in this, in this uh, place over here? So he says, I don't know. He says, I've been here for years and nobody ever asked me to leave. <laughs> so as long as you want. That was his, that was who he was. So he tells another story. To, this is Chaim Brisker, like we know for his learning, should realize that every Godel, there's so much chesed in them as well. So one time somebody walked, one of the Gabay Tzedakah from the city walked into his house, it was very cold. So they're very upset. The house, the house was cold, it was very cold. So they went and they, uh, they decided they're going to fill up the machsan with wood. Right, they, when I was in Poland, saw wood. You know, people still. I saw wood. See, wood pile. So they fill up the thing with wood, and uh, that would be it. They come back the next day. The house is still freezing cold, and there's uh, the wood pile's half gone. So they go to the Rebbitzin, and she says, "I'll tell you the truth. You know, uh, you know, the Russian ship uh, gave it away because he saw poor people. He said, 'You know, we'll manage. Look at those poor people. They need more than us.'" So they're you know, tearing their hair out. They don't know what to do. So they came up with a plan. They decided they're going to refill it, but they're going to go to the rabbi and say, this does not belong to you. It belongs to the killer, and we're not giving any rishos to use it but you. You're the only people that can use it. Special rishos. But if you use it, it's, it's geneva. Gezeva. Okay. Come back the next day, of course, still cold. So they go back to the rabbits and they say, rabbits and the machsan is, uh, you know, you had it for your own use, as we see it's still full. What happened? So the Rosh Shiva says, not fair. If everybody else is cold, he doesn't want to be warm. He wants to be like everybody else, to feel their pain. So you see, the G'dayli Torah took the idea of your, your chavr, your friend, your brother, and, your, and you've got to be mechazikim, but ultimately you're being mechazik yourself. Not mechazik but that's what Rukhain Brisker, the two stories we tell, but it's true of all G'dayle Torah, everyone has those stories because they were thinking about it all the time. And this is when we train, we have to train ourselves not to react, but to be proactive, to always be thinking ahead. Where is there an opportunity for Ches? Where is an opportunity to do something? Where is an opportunity to help something? Not just wait for it to come, as we said. One of the levels is when the Ani asks you, but the higher level is when you do it for the Ani. So we should all be zoichet to these madregas. With this, we close out Sefer Vayikra. And in Yitzhak next week, uh, Bezazam will be right before Shuas. We'll spend our time trying to get ourselves into the Shuas mode. Bezazam. Thank you very much for coming, everybody. We should all be